podcast is a part of the Across Tides Ministry Collective. Find out more at www.acrosstides.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another welcome episode. Back to this episode. Will you stop interrupting me, Dave? Okay. Ah, welcome to the Awkward Pastor Podcast. I'm Garrett, the Awkward Pastor, and, and this I'm year's Dave, freaking the co-host. Dave, the intern co-host, who was late today <laughs> nope, and is interrupting. Late. Literally walked in the door on time. I'm talking, okay? Daddy's talking. Let the big boys handle this. Anyways. Welcome back to another episode. Um, we are here with our guest, Casey Earl Ferris the first. My best friend from the good old days. We were roommates in our college years. Uh, we grew up together. <laughs> On Skype, he's showing up his kneecap. Uh, My goal to be as distracting as possible today. You're nailing it, dude. Off. Uh, Casey currently uh, works. What do you do, Casey? Why? Gosh, I love how you have no idea. What Who I are do. you? What do you introduce okay. what yourself? Do you um, I don't know. I do a lot of stuff. I do uh, multimedia stuff, pretty much. Um, I run a company with my friend Dan, uh, and we do. We basically sell like uh, color filters online called LUTs, and then uh, we also sell uh, sound effects online to the video nerds. Um, and then we also work for a nonprofit called heart support, uh, which helps, um, people in the music scene who are struggling with depression and self harm and all those things. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we do all of the video media stuff for that. Um, and those are like our main things. So you also have a semi popular podcast Yes. Actually, two. Don't don't you have two podcasts? Two, two popular podcasts. Yes, that's Se- correct. I said semi-popular. Yeah, take Whoa. it easy. Whoa, now. One of them is decently popular. Okay, they're not awkward pastor podcast level, but... No, you know. no, no, no. You know. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. Uh, <laughs> and then also, you have a popular YouTube video series, or like a couple. Can you, can you tell us about that? Uh, yeah, I have one, I mean, my channel that actually gets a decent amount of views is a super nerdy, uh, video production channel, um, focused on color grading and stuff. And so, uh, most people probably wouldn't care about that at all. Yeah, we don't Um, either. You want to know something funny about that? Cool. Thanks for having me on guys. (laughs) (laughs) No, but seriously, one time I was on YouTube and I was looking up, uh, how to make different, um, like the different ways to make an AeroPress or like make it well. And uh, yeah. I was just looking and searching through a bunch of videos and I found yours. And I, yeah. I was like, okay, who's like, it was a really good, like good video. But then after I saw that it was like Casey Ferris or something like that. And so yeah. I like clicked on it and I recognized like your voice and everything. It was really funny that I happened wow. to find you on YouTube. It's so funny. That's one of my most popular videos and that gets the most hate. Like really? if you want to get people just super lividly mad uh say anything about coffee online (laughs) um because i just get scathing remarks telling me how i i have killed multiple people because (laughs) of the way that i make coffee which is messed up right 
That is God. so messed up. That's not okay. <laughs> um, I really like your uh, Casey in HD stuff. Uh, yes. Very funny. Yeah. Oh, thank you. How many? How many are you up to now? Of those videos? Uh, not tons. I have like, I don't know. I think I have like twenty something videos on that channel. Uh, I kind of go in spurts of doing them for a while, and then I get either bored or see. The thing is, I have like creative ADD. And so I like to jump onto like projects just, you know, on a weekly basis, just do a bunch and then just neglect it for months. <laughs> Cause that's how you, uh, that's how you build a good fan base is you just stay super inconsistent. <laughs> yeah. Cause I, I, I mean, obviously I've been a fan of all of your stuff. I mean, Aww. since, since I used to participate in your high school Such video production classes, beginning of time you know um but uh you know you did your Incredidad series and i was all about that uh and yeah, then you just stopped doing good. it you just stopped yeah that's because it was 30 hours of work per video yeah 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 enormous amount of work each was uh, yep. and then you know now you're doing these uh casey and hd i don't know what you're actually calling them is that is i don't know they're like rants or like vlogs or whatever. They're kind of little know. stories. I mean, I don't want to say you're at all ripping off Olin Rogers because I think you're not. But it's very Olin Rogers uh, esque. Yeah. A little yeah. Bit. Yeah. Which yeah, is I'm which is great. Inspired by Olander. He's a genius. Yeah, totally inspired by Olin Rogers. Uh, he is a mm -hmm. genius. Um, we're actually we were hoping to have him on the podcast today, but he sadly has the flu. So. You're in the next he best. sadly has way more better stuff to do. <laughs> He's like super popular and famous and yeah, yeah, we still can't break into that market of having a famous person on here. Um you have me on here, man. I'm decently famous. No, I'm not. No. <laughs> Except no, I'm not. uh you do work for Heart Support, which was founded by Grammy nominated artist Jake Lures of August Burns Red. And yep, you know him. Are. I know him. Yep. I and know I'm him. Proxy. That's how celebrities work. Yeah. So yep. that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, so how? Oh, we can't start our interview yet because we have to do our general segments. Yeah. Do all your stuff, man. Man, I was gonna yeah. just. I was jumping the gun. I was gonna start you, you asking. You jumped that gun. But I didn't want to. <clears throat> so. Yeah, so, I was. I thought I didn't think we were gonna have an in, intro segment thing. No, we're doing it. We, okay, let's do no. it then. No, it. so we need to talk about things we hate and things we love this week. Uh, and I think the thing we can hate, uh, death. I hate death. Yeah. Um, ladies and gentlemen, as of about five minutes before we started recording this podcast, I saw on Facebook, which is my only news outlet. That's basically <laughs> where I get all of my news. Great job, millennial. Yeah, thanks. Uh... Prince has died. The artist that has created such great, great songs like Raspberry Beret, uh, Purple Rain, uh, When Doves Cry, and so much more. Uh, you know, I, I would, I would die for you. Um, great songs, and also the great cinema masterpiece, Purple Rain. Uh, the guy that made purple blouses popular, he has died. And that sucks, ladies and gentlemen. That is just awful. 
Um, death is just a horrible, stupid thing. And uh, I wish, I wish that uh, we didn't have to, to deal with that. Um, obviously, coming from a Christian perspective, we, we believe that if you have a relationship with Jesus, you can have life eternal. But, um, you know, that's not something we're going to talk about today. But Prince, uh, I hope to see you again, man. Uh, uh, that would be super cool to get up to heaven and be like, oh, hey, there's Prince. Uh, that would be cool. Uh, I think we can all agree to that, right? Yeah, that'd be cool to meet that guy, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the other thing that I hate today, and I want you guys to weigh in on this, right. um, the the James Cameron movie now series, Avatar. Mm-hmm. How stupid is it that he has just, just continuously delayed Avatar 2 for like, it feels like six years. There at is this an point. Avatar two coming. Not only is there an Avatar two, but they've also said we're just going to go ahead and make Avatar two, oh, three, and four. Are they doing five and six? I think it might be just to four. I think it. I heard it was just five. Up to five. Which seems like a weird number. It does yeah. seem like a weird number. Um, but but they're they're the, just going to like five village G. They're just yeah, <laughs> a f- five village yeah. <laughs> they're they're going to release yeah. that up till like 2020. Um sure. if James Cameron lives that long, right? Cuz he's like super old now, right? Yeah. I mean, Prince yeah, I died at 57. Weird. That's pretty young. So, James I I'm assuming James Cameron is older than 57. Someone get on a phone and look up how old James my Cameron phone is. sucks. I'm not doing it. I'm using Skype for my phone. I'm using my phone for Skype as well. So, Seth, I guess we'll never look know. up James Cameron. How old is James Cameron? Um, but, okay, first off, the first Avatar, visually stunning. It was a beautiful sure. movie. Yeah, it was incredible. Uh, and I would even say uh, an inventive concept as far as the world, um, you know, jumping into that whole Avatar scheme. That's great. However, the movie's Pocahontas. Yep. Okay, just got confirmation. James Cameron is already 62. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, mathematicians of the world, it's 2016, and he is 62. In 2020, how old will James Cameron be? 60? Mm. What was that, Dave? 60. What? 60. Mm? Uh, yeah. <laughs> 66. Right. 60, he will be 66. 66. Um, so that's... That's you know, math for you. I'm not saying, like, I wish death upon James Cameron. I'm not, not talking... No, you're not saying that. No. But I am Probably saying... Not. Maybe not. After, after watching Avatar 1, I was so disappointed a couple of weeks later, once I finally realized it's very similar to the movie Pocahontas and also very similar to the movie Fern Gully. Yeah. It's like the same thing. <laughs> it's yeah, it's yeah. Pocahontas meets Ferngully, basically. James Karen was just watching with his grandkids one day. He's watching two animated movies. He's like, Oh, Pocahontas is great. Oh, Ferngully is great. Let's add blue cat like aliens and a guy with scar on a face. Right? Yep. And yep. and so now not only are we getting a sequel, which can I just say, James Cameron we did not ask for Avatar 2. <laughs> no one asked for Avatar 2. Avatar was just fine. 
Yeah, it was it. just fine. The, so the first time I saw it, I was incredibly amazed. And it was amazing. Because I saw it in theaters, I think, a week or two after it came out. But then I tried to watch it again, and it just wasn't that great. Like, the first time, yeah. incredible. Totally new experience. It felt like in a really, really good movie. Watched it again, and I don't ever want to see it again. Like, I have no yeah, interest it doesn't in seem the movie like a whatsoever. I remember, Casey, we actually went and saw it together in the theaters. I don't know if you remember that fine day. Um, I, I do remember that. We, we all went. There was a big group of us. We were all hanging mm-hmm. out at our apartment. I think we were watching uh, The Rose Bowl. I think it was The Rose Bowl. And uh, we went afterwards to go watch Avatar. And um, I was angry because the Oregon Ducks had just lost. Um, and you were like, whatever, because you don't yeah. care about sports. Um, it's true. It's uh, and we went to watch Avatar. And we all left the movie like, wow, that was amazing. And yep. then we talked about like going and seeing in the theaters and again, but we were super poor, so we never did. Um, yeah. We just saved our money until I remember we drove. You to... spent eight bucks on a movie, man. That's like four <laughs> trips to McDonald's. <laughs> exactly right. And I remember we saved so much top ramen for eight dollars. Oh, yeah, we we. We never ate top ramen. We always ate at our girlfriend's houses. Like that's the only reason why we're alive. <laughs> yeah, and that's why we married totally. those girls. Um, yeah, we basically just owed them. Yeah, <laughs> we had to that's marry them. <laughs> we had to. We had no other choice. Um, <laughs> and then I remember the night that it came out on Blu-ray. We drove to Walmart at like midnight, and as they're unboxing it, we we bought one, mm. uh, and then. We, we went home and watched it uh, that night, um, like irresponsible college students would always do. And we were just so disappointed. And I think we ended up like trading it in for something else because it was just such garbage. Yeah, I think we only got through half of it. It was just like, we're this just is like, stupid. You know, we're good. And, and there's a lot of like serious plot holes in that movie. Um, why in the world does their hair have to connect to everything? You know, like, oh man, it's like a USB thing. I think you have to load the drivers. <laughs> yeah, I guess to fly, you have to load the drivers. Uh, but now oh, they're man. making avatar two through five, I guess. That's crazy. But what, what okay. are they going to do? Yeah. I, yeah. What, what like, I mean, I guess it could be about anything. It's just in that world, but. Yeah, I mean, are are they going to still talk about that the main guy? I mean, whatever whatever his name was, um, who decided to stay as an avatar, whose body is just like laying in in the forest somewhere, connected to that like weird bed computer thing. Yeah, I don't even remember what happened at the yeah. end of that. I don't, I don't, I don't know. They stopped the bad guys, and uh, I think they moved his soul into the the big blue monster thing. And now That's he is right. the big blue monster oh, thing. Yeah. That yeah, that sense, movie makes zero sense, man. Just zero yeah, sense. Yeah, pretty much. Uh but they're okay, so they're making a sequel. Now, I'll probably go see it because who knows? Maybe James Cameron turns this thing around. Uh Pocahontas did have a sequel, so maybe maybe they're yeah, just gonna go Pocahontas that. too. Uh, I believe Pocahontas travels to England and gets married to a different guy other than John Smith. Ouch. 
So that's harsh. I guess the it would be the 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 alien chick will travel Earth. to Earth and marry someone else. Maybe someone. it'll go reverse Avatar. She's gonna get in a big, big computer and then become a human. Reverse Avatar, which would suck because he that, became the Avatar like, for the her. Avatar be like, man. My girlfriend left. <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly. And it's just him sitting alone in his forest apartment. <laughs> the rest of the movie. Just eating alien Ben and Jerry's. Yeah. He's got his horse that his hair connects to. Yeah. At least, maybe. Maybe Which, it dies. Yeah. You know, that's that's super weird. Okay? Because, yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure... I'm pretty sure that they, quote unquote, made love underneath that tree by connecting hair. <laughs> Right, so that he and the horse, and then ew. he and the horse also connect hair. <laughs> oh, dude, what? Like it? Thought about that. It's weird. I mean, right? I mean, I don't think that's a thing, but you're welcome to think that. Well, I mean, do you recall the scene where they're under the tree and they connect hair? Maybe okay. it's just part of the process. I I don't the I don't know. The process all I'm all explain, I'm saying which is, is probably okay. All I'm saying is that movie is super weird. And James Cameron, we did not ask Maybe. for Avatar 2. Um, anyways, um, let's talk about something we love. Oof. Casey, what is something you love today? What is, what is something you're just like super happy about? Um, is this serious time? No. Or no. It, it, whatever you want. Zero percent right. of this podcast is serious <laughs> time. I love... Um, I love a, a, a nice, fresh bag of Cheetos. You like Cheetos? Yeah, the puffy kind. Don't act like crunchy. Puffy? She kind of has it's not. Um, and I love, uh, uh, I love going to uh, Best Buy. And, um, of course, my dog, Baxter. You do not have a dog, <laughs> nor is his name Baxter. That's uh, one thing I love. You do have a cat, though. Do you love your cat? Yes, I have a cat named Backpack. It was like retarded. <laughs> it's the best. <laughs> okay, so uh, before we get into our interview, because I've I've known you uh, a good chunk of our lives, um, let's talk about the names of your cats. Let's let's go. Wait, do you from... have multiple cats right now, or no. over the years? No. Over the years. Are you a cat guy? Uh, Obsessive well, no. cat man. It's it's been it's been a long treacherous journey. <laughs> um, my my cat growing up, his name was Suitcase. And why was his name Suitcase? Because I'd carry him around like a suitcase <laughs> when I was little uh, by his back hair. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> and then uh, then my mom and I raised four tiny kittens. Uh, growing up, and the ones we kept were named Skunk and Olivia. And then, uh, once I got out on my own with my wife, we uh, we got two cats, um, Chaka and Punkin. Chaka. They both went to live with the neighbor forever uh, because they didn't like us. Um, then we got Dump Truck and Susie, Susie was a boy. <laughs> Susie um, was a boy. <laughs> Susie went to live with that same neighbor forever because <laughs> that neighbor had uh, was a chain smoker and apparently he made food every day. 
And so the cats would go over there and she would feed them Italian food and then they would get hooked on nicotine. And so they didn't want to be in our house anymore. And so they would go and secondhand smoke at the neighbor's house. So we couldn't keep cats. And then we finally moved with dump truck. And then he went to live with a nice Hispanic family down the road. Because um, he doesn't like us, apparently. And then we had pizza. Uh, the cat, um, pizza we think died. And then we got, uh, then we got, um, toast who also got ran over. And right now we have backpacks. So am I a cat person? No. <laughs> the cats don't be here for very long. <laughs> Chaka, backpack, dump truck, pizza, toast, Susie the boy. <laughs> I can't see why these cats don't want to live with you, man. I really don't. I know, man. This is a crazy world. Uh, and you, you have you have two sons, uh, and they're completely normal names. What happened Nathaniel there? Daniel and Superfly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Chase and Bryce. Chase and Bryce. And how come? How yep. come your wife won out on the names? What did you want to name your sons? I wanted to name Chase Crash, like Crash Bandicoot. Yeah. And then um, I wanted to, I forgot what I wanted to name Bryce, but it was something something dumb as well. But we went with Bryce Avery after uh, Rocket Summer, Bryce Avery. Yeah, which is which is great. Um, my daughter, totally uh, great. my daughter's, uh, my, my second daughter, her name is Peyton Avery after uh, Bryce Avery from the Rocket Summer as well. So. I think our kids are just destined to get married. Yeah. So let's just make that happen. That's the thing. Yeah. All right, so let's actually get into some serious business now, shall we? Okay, some cereal. Some cereal. Yeah. We're playing for keeps now, Casey. Yeah. What does that mean? First question. If you could bring back two things from the 1990s, to make them popular and around today, what would you bring back? Oh, 100% um, Orbit soda and aggressive rollerblading. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would probably... Uh, yeah, those are great <laughs> answers. Uh, Dave, what would you bring back from the 90s? Well, in the 90s, the oldest I got was five years old. Um, so I don't remember too Why much. Why are you such but, a little baby? But, but okay. I'll, I know one thing at least okay. is um, the Oreos that turned your milk blue. Okay. All right. That oh, yeah. I would bring that back. Okay. Yeah. Just That's, like just, it's just synthetic dye over Oreos. Okay. Yeah. All right. What else? What would, what would be another thing? Uh, I'm just trying to remember what has like that we don't have that I had when I was five. Maybe if I can remember anything. Nothing's coming to mind too fast. Um, okay. All right. So well, yeah, I will submit I'm Doritos 3D then. Oh, yes. Doritos 3D absolutely needs to come back. Yeah. Um, I would submit to the jury the number one thing that needs to come back and needs to be popular and cool again, Pogs. Yep. Pogs, ladies and gentlemen. Pogs Sounds familiar. Uh, what okay, is... Dave, I'll explain Nobody to your knows. little infant mind. <laughs> Uh, they were little circles of cardboard-like substance with really cool pictures just glued onto them. Sometimes they were even double-sided. 
um, wow. if they were crazy. But usually they were just one side. And what you would do is you would stack them up and then you would hit them with little uh, metal coins um, that were the same size as the little cardboard-like substances. And you would smack them down and it would hopefully flip the things over from the non-picture side to the picture side. And if you flipped them over, those were now yours. You got to just yep. keep those. Um, yeah. Unless you were playing with some idiot who refused to play for some keeps. Jack wagon? Some jack wagon. Some jack wagon. <laughs> Man. Yeah. So Pogs we definitely... We keeps in school. Caused too many fights. Yeah. I remember yeah. shoving a kid into a wall because he would not give up his Pogs. And I had who won them. Who hasn't ganked a fool for a double poison <laughs> saw blade? Uh, it was it was it was perfect too because everything about the '90s was cool in Pogs. So you had yep. eight balls because eight balls were just super cool in the '90s. For some reason, eight balls were the bomb diggity, if you will. Uh, yep. Actual bombs. Yes. <laughs> Uh, anything with a skull on it yeah. or an alien head, right? Or a uh, yin-yang. A yin-yang. Dragons. Dragons were yep. cool. Um, and then in the realm of pogs, you had poison pogs that were cool. So they had yep. to either say poison on it or have like a little bottle of poison. Uh, yep. and, and I vaguely remember something about... If you played with poison pogs, there was like a, a an additional rule, but I don't oh, recall. I don't remember that? But that I don't recall. Be... And then the ultimate, the coup de gras of pogs, <clears throat> saw blade. They yeah, were they were not sure. the typical circle. They were cut into a saw blade, and <laughs> yeah. that made them the coolest pogs. And I remember I had, having an entire sleeve steel. of saw blades. I had a steel um, saw blade poison yin yang slammer. So basically, you were the, the coolest? It was the coolest slammer that currently living. That's just insane. <laughs> they were all living. Uh, and I remember, <laughs> I remember my older brother was a little ahead in the game of Pogs. Uh, he figured out like the way to hack the system. If you were to take a ball bearing, and use that as a slammer. Yeah, that's cheating. It's automatic. It's automatic. And of course, at first, when he first started doing that, um, he would just take all my pogs, and then I would go cry to my mom and get them back. But pogs were the best, man. The other thing I would bring back from the glorious 1990s, I would bring back. Oh man, this is hard. This is a hard decision because part of me wants to say surge. But that's actually coming back. Like I heard Didn't that's actually that back for a while. It's 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 currently on a social media campaign of coming back. Yeah. And I think you can get a Slurpee at Burger King. Yeah, you can get a Slurpee. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, which is cool. I've done that. That was good. Um, I think I would bring back all of the great television we had. Um, uh, I'm just gonna throw out a couple of names and everybody just respond if they've seen it or love it. Um, Tailspin. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Right? We need Tailspin back. Uh, Darkwing Duck. Yep. DuckTales. Ah. Right? Uh, And then then we can even go, okay, those are great cartoons, but let's go some game shows, okay? Guts or Global Guts. Mm, Yep. 
Those were great. Mm-hmm. Uh, Legends of the Hidden Temple. Yeah, I, I think they are bringing that something like that back, though. Really? Cool. That yeah, is great news. Like I heard that. That's great news. Um, yeah. And I remember the Disney Channel uh, being good. Um, <laughs> of course, uh, most of the world's drug addicts were produced by the Disney Channel. But, yeah. Um, yeah, the Disney Channel, like, Friday night movies were great. They would do the original movies. Um, the greatest of all time, Casey, is Frank. what? That's <laughs> true, though. Say, what, what, what's the greatest one? Say it. Brink. Brink. It's a movie about Brink Brinker, which, what was his real name? Alex? Andy. Andy. Andy Brink Brinker. He yeah. was a street skater, a soul skater. <laughs> and he skated he for just the joy of skating. But what yeah. happens when he gets offered by the greatest team in town? The X-Blades. <laughs> yeah. Man, that movie was great. It was great. So let's let's take that a little further, Casey. How has that movie <laughs> shaped you <laughs> as a human being? Just about the 90s. We're not going to discuss anything else, are we? It's okay. How, how has that movie shaped you as a man? Uh, well, I definitely was into rollerblading for a long time. Yeah. Um, yeah, I did, did aggressive rollerblading for a while. It never good, but uh, it was fun. I was the soul skater. You were, and you had yeah. Alex Brink Brinker hair. I did. I, I did actually want to look like him for a while. Yeah. No, we all know. The 90s. Yeah, we know. Yeah. We know. But. Yeah. Alas, you can't. Alas. So, um, Casey, uh, tell us a little bit about heart support. What What is heart support? Uh, heart support is a nonprofit organization started by Jake Moores of August Burns Red. And uh, he started it to, uh, um, to offer some type of help to all these fans that were coming up to him and telling him about uh, all these problems that they're having, like uh, depression and self-harm and uh, suicide and anxiety, things like that. Um, and so he kind of uh, tried, to, tried to kind of just start something that would give young people a place to go and um, talk honestly about their struggles and get support from each other. And so um, he he started this organization uh, with a couple other guys, and they started they made this website where uh, people can go and post what they're going through on a forum, and then other people can give them advice. And it's all um, it's all done from a a christian heart it's all done from um you know we want to see people healed and from their struggles and then of course obviously we want uh, people to come to christ and to be ultimately healed um but uh it's it's kind of a organization that doesn't like push faith um and say you have to be a christian you have to be good enough you have to do all stuff um to be our friend it just uh, is a ministry to people where they're at, which, you know, in the hardcore concert scene uh, with all the rah rah bands, there's people that are all over the map, you know? So. Rah yeah. rah bands. Rah rah bands. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Are you into rah rah bands, Casey? Oh, man. I love me some rah rah bands. It's true. Right. Okay, but uh, 
because I know you, you're not actually an August Burns Red fan. <laughs> what was that? You, you don't actually like August Burns Red. No, yeah, I do. Well, yeah, not do. really. No, really, I do. <laughs> I, I didn't like them a lot for a long time, <clears throat> yeah. um, but I've listened to them a lot in the last like six months, and I actually do really like them. Yeah. Are you saying that just because Jake is technically your boss? Um, no. <laughs> what is the likelihood okay, yeah. that, that Jake? <laughs> what is the likelihood that Jake Lures is actually listening to this podcast? Um, semi likely. Semi likely. I'm gonna go with, uh, with semi likely. <laughs> huh. I'll probably send him a link. So uh, there is. So you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> so you're saying there's, there's a, a chance. chance. All right, yeah. so if uh, Jake Lures is listening to this podcast, I've been an August Burns Red fan for way longer than Casey, and Casey's stupid. Um, but thanks for listening to this podcast, man. Uh, shout out to Jake of Heart Support and August Burns Red. Uh, you should have won the Grammy. You got robbed. Yep. Big time. By a band that I'd never even heard of. Um, bunch of weirdos. Probably, probably from like some Swedish kind of area they're probably swedish or norwegian because metal bands are always like from norway for some weird reason yeah pretty much most they, of the things are from norway though they they love them some metal in norway yeah that's that's not norwegian, norwegian. yeah no. it is look it up <laughs> what did you just say it says i uh, uh that means i made this for you because i love you <laughs> <laughs> why do you know that because I had a Norwegian friend and I asked her how to say that because it's from Julian Smith. Right on. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, I so, mostly know useless things. <laughs> so, what, <laughs> so what do you actually do for heart support? Um, I, uh, Dan, Dan and I are in charge of all of the video production, video editing. So pretty much anything that goes on the heart support YouTube is something that we've edited or shot or both. Okay, so what does that so, typically mean? Like, what kind of videos are you guys shooting? Uh, we do primarily uh, interviews with bands. Mm -hmm. So um, it, pretty much any band that's in the scene uh, that we think could give some advice or somebody who's going through any kind of struggle um, will go and interview and just ask them, you know, what, what would you say to your fan that would come up and say, you know, hey, I'm struggling with depression or I'm struggling with uh, suicidal thoughts and things like that. Um, and so, yeah, there's a lot of band interviews and uh, it's, you know, it's non-Christian bands, Christian bands, like all, all over the map, but uh, mm -hmm. mostly in the, the hardcore scene. Mm -hmm. And then we also have, uh, we're starting to do more just kind of personal testimonies. Uh, we went up to... Washington uh, last week and interviewed a girl that had been helped by heart support and uh, it really kind of brought her into a healthier place in her life and uh, yeah and so just kind of sharing those success stories with other people because it's inspiring and yeah. it you know it's a good testimony to what God's doing through heart support. Mm -hmm. So how how did like a girl like that someone who is just going through something like that how do they just like randomly hear about it or find out about it is it because of bands or is it because like yeah how do they how do people without being told like go to heart support and there's this website called heart support where you can actually talk to people 
Yeah, how... there's uh, a, a lot of people know about it because they're fans of Oxford's Red, and Jake yeah. talks about it a lot. Uh, but they're also, um, we have a tent up at Warp Tour. And so uh, kids just walking by um, can go in and say, hey, what's this about? And then they tell them what Heart Sports about. And uh, there's a lot of people that show up at just the tent at Warp Tour and, you know, just completely feeling down about their life and just uh, in an awful place and leaving with, you know, newfound hope and encouragement. Uh, and, it, and it's really awesome. Yeah. And so we're actually going to be on, I think, all of Warp Tour this year. I think they only hit a few dates last year, but um, pretty much all of Warp Tour uh, is going to be have a heart support tent at it. And I think it's like it's an enormous amount of dates. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, they, they just raised uh, $40,000 in a week to uh, because people you know believe in heart support and want, want them on Warp Tour to, to talk to these people and encourage them. Right. So how did, how did you find out about, like, was it a job opening that you were offered or did you, like, see it somewhere and you applied for it or how did you get the job? Um, I, I actually ended up, I was talking to uh, I Am Second at Warp Tour because I, I really like what they do um, and been doing video stuff forever. And so I asked them, you know, hey, do you, do you need any video help? And they said, well, we have this huge company that, that's doing all of our videos and stuff, so we don't really need any help. But hard support probably would. So, um, so yeah, I just emailed heart support and said, Hey, do you need any help? Because I will do all of your videos pretty much. Let's, let's do this fun. Right. And I just bugged them until they started sending me footage to edit. And then we <laughs> kind of turned it into a, a bigger thing. Nice. Cool. Yeah. So what are some of your favorite interviews you've done so far? Um, we've only shot like Dan and I have only shot a couple interviews to so far, uh, we got to interview Chris from Under Oath the other day, which was pretty cool. Saw that one. That um, one was rad. Yeah, I've been, been a fan of Under Oath forever, so that was really awesome. Yeah. Um, we interviewed a band called Tonight Alive, and uh, that was cool. Really, really nice people. Everyone we've met has been really nice and really just, like, super willing to share and let us, you know, go backstage and, you know, interview bands and say hi to people and stuff. It's, it's been really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, we went up to see an August Burns Red show in Portland, um, and just, just to get some footage of, of Jake and the band. And, uh, and that was, that was really cool because we were on like the you know special VIP list and everything. And it's, it's just so weird to come from a, a background of, you know, being such a fan of, you know, hardcore music and, and everything. And then just be like, yeah, like we're on the list, man. Like it was pretty cool. Yeah. So, uh, is this something that you can like relate to a lot of the, like the struggles that go on in that scene and, or is it more of just like, this is a job and you love editing and video production and all that kind of stuff? No, it's definitely something that I I have a heart for because, um, when, when I was going, growing up, uh, through high school, I had, you know, I had kind of like some, some mild depression and anxiety issues and stuff like that. It, it was never that bad, but I had a lot of friends that were going through really tough stuff. Uh, you know, friends who were suicidal, friends who would cut, friends, you know, who right. would be depressed and wouldn't come out of their house. And so I've always had this this heart for hurting, hurting people, especially young people um, that struggle with these topics that people don't like to talk about. Um, and I've always 
had a heart for the church kind of reaching out and and being a resource to help people with that. Um, and heart support is is pretty much like what I've wanted to do forever. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always I've always wanted to like like literally my dream was to do video production for something that goes to concerts and help kids who are going with, who are struggling with depression. And that's exactly what heart support is. It's just, it's just amazing that, that God brought us into that. Yeah. So you're living the dream right now. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's, (laughs) it's it's really exciting. I'm really, really excited to see what, what God's going to do through it. So if you could have like, like the dream band to interview or like a couple of dream bands that you're just like, I really want to accomplish interviewing these bands. Who are those bands? Well, I mean, me personally, I mean, I would, I would love to interview basically any band that I, I listen to. Um, I know, uh, I know heart supports have done quite a bit of stuff with Memphis Mayfire. I really like them a lot. Um, but I haven't got to interview them yet. We've edited some stuff, uh, which has been cool. But, um, yeah, I mean, interviewing the other guys from Under Oath would be sweet. Uh, I really like uh, Wolves at the Gate. I would really like to interview them sometime. Um, and then, I mean, there's a lot of, you know, secular bands and stuff that I like to interview just because, uh, I mean, it would be great for heart support and it would be great to, um, you know, to interview a really big, high-profile band because then that gets more shares on heart support and gets more mm-hmm. people, you know, knowing about this organization. Right. So who is like that big band that if you would go after? Well, we have a list of bands that we're supposed to track down. Um, yeah. And if they're anywhere close to us, like we, we try and get an interview and, um, you know, it's big bands like, I mean, Slipknot and Lincoln Park and like I mean you know some of the some of the bigger bands that are definitely not Christian bands mm-hmm. but uh, you know but have a big fan base so that also hopefully care about kids not committing suicide <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> I mean there, there's some bands that we interview and you know we just get the footage like they didn't say anything like that was really useless you know and mm-hmm. so we don't even use them but. Uh, um, are there yeah, any bands who have like turned down interviews that are like, yeah, no. Oh yeah. Yeah. Can you uh, call them out? Just, no. <laughs> some <laughs> bands just don't want to, um, just don't want to be that honest and don't want to let people into their lives that much. Yeah. Um, and then some bands just don't have the time, you know, cause they're busy. So, so you said it, uh, Nickelback turned down an interview. <laughs> they are the worst. Sure. <laughs> 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 yeah, that was me. So, me. what do you kind of like? Uh, what do you see a big dream future of Heart Support being? Like, what what would you like to see happen? Oh, I mean, big, big dream would be for us to be at all the major festivals. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we're at a few per year and trying to go up in that. But um, I mean, to be on Warped Tour the whole time and to be at you know big concerts in in new york and california and pretty much anywhere that there is a large gathering you know we want heart support to have a presence at it um we'd love to be in with you know some of the bigger bands uh to i mean it's all about getting this 
you know, our message in front of more people mm-hmm. so that um, more people can be, can be helped. And um, so any type of like huge audience, I mean, that's, that's my dream. That's, that's what I want to do. Um, so so with hard support, uh, I mean, Jake, I know, I know that Jake's got a pretty uh, rigorous tour schedule with August Burns Red. Uh, he has heart support. He also has uh, his kind of like weightlifting <laughs> clothing company. Mm-hmm. Um, how does he find time to like be involved in all that kind of stuff? Like, is he actually involved in heart support or? Yeah, he actually is uh, quite a bit. Um, that's something that you know we're still kind of trying to figure out because you know heart support. Uh, we're just kind of going through a change where there's. Um, there's a couple more, uh, full-time employees. And so they're kind of trying to figure out like how all of the inner workings and, you know, day-to-day stuff works with that. But, um, I'm actually pleasantly surprised because, uh, Jake is pretty involved in quite a bit. Yeah. I don't know how he does it, but Jake is actually pretty, uh, pretty approachable and, uh, really involved in everything that's going on with heart support. And, uh, so it's, it's really nice to see that he has the vision for everything that's going on with the organization and, you know, it's, it's kind of his baby. And so he, yeah, it's actually, he's really involved. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's super yeah. encouraging to hear because you never know with uh, musicians that, you know, they, they say they're Christian, but you don't really know how far that really goes or if they still believe that, like, I know a bunch yeah. of the guys in Under Oath, they were really hardcore Christians when we were listening to them in high school, but they will openly admit now that most of them don't don't believe in Jesus anymore. Uh, I think oh. maybe like Chris, Tim, and Aaron probably still, uh, James probably, but yeah. Spencer and Grant, uh, definitely not believers oh. anymore. Um, but, uh, you know a guy like Jake that is super intimidating. I mean, he's, he's probably one of the (laughs) deepest manliest metal voices around. He's covered in tattoos. He doesn't wear like full shirts ever. He's always in like sleeveless, Always some kind of smaller version of a shirt. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Uh, and, uh, you know, he's just, he's jacked. I mean, he, he obviously works out a lot. Um, but he's just like a super down to earth guy. Is he married? Oh, he's like one of the nicest people ever. Seriously, and it's so funny because we we took our took our friend up to see Yogas Burns Red, um, and she's she's been a fan of them forever and stuff. And um, you know, she was all excited to meet Jake. You know, and he just like gets done like raw raw raw. You know, like the yeah crazy raw 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 band. And then he gets yeah. down off stage and he's just like, "Hey, I'm so glad you came out. Oh, <laughs> like, did you have fun? Was that really awesome? Oh, wow, it's so great to meet. Like, just super gentle. Like, it's so funny. <laughs> so. Yeah, he's a yeah, he's an awesome dude. He's a su- sure. he seems to be a super legit dude. Uh, did you get to hang yeah. out with uh, the other members of August Burns Red? Uh, just a little bit. Not, I mean, not really. Yeah, but we kind of said hi and stuff. But like, how supportive really. of heart support are they? Um, I think it's it's kind of Jake's vision, mm-hmm. you know, and they're kind of. I mean, I I don't know. I I don't know honestly, but. Um, I know they're not as involved as Jake is. It's kind of Jake's baby. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, that's cool. Um, so let's uh, let's kind of go back a little bit. Um, so obviously you are a Christian. Um, you yep. you love Jesus. You have a passion for what you're doing through this kind of nonprofit slash ministry. I mean, I, I don't know if you would technically call it a ministry per se, but 
Um, yeah, you would. Okay, there it is. Hardsport is a ministry. Okay, there it, it is. There it is. Um, but uh, I mean, how did you come about? Uh, you know, coming to know Jesus. I mean, you um, growing up, you were not a Christian. Your parents are not Christians still to mm-hmm. this day. Would you say or? Yeah. So how how did you come? <laughs> Great answer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So what was it for you that made you want to become uh, one of these crazy Christians? Yeah. Um, well, yeah, like, like you said, I mean, I grew up in a, in a non-Christian home and um, my, my mom would kind of, you know, read me Bible stories and stuff sometimes before bed. And, and that was cool, but it, it kind of was never like a priority in my, um, in my young life, I guess. It's always kind of like, oh, yeah, we believe in God and he's there probably. And that's kind of like all it was, you know. Uh, I always kind of believed in God, I guess, but it was never, it was never something that actually affected my life. It was really important, you know? Um, and so when I started going to youth, uh, I, w- I was invited and I started um, spending time around Christians who actually loved enough to let him affect their life and the way they act and the way they speak and the things that they value. And uh, that, that was really inspiring to me. And I kind of came to realize over a summer, pretty much, that if God is real and um, he's this God that's in the Bible, then that's a big deal. And that's something that I really need to look into. And, um, you know, this is the most important thing ever, if, if God's real. And, um, and so I kind of spent that summer, like, reading, reading in the Bible and praying and talking to people and kind of exploring God and exploring faith. And before I knew it, I was somebody who trusted Jesus and wanted to live for him. And I I didn't want to be one of those Christians that, um, you know, just went to church on Sunday and didn't really do anything else. And you couldn't really tell the other days of the week that they're Christian. I wanted to be full on like devoted um, because that's, that's the only thing that made sense to me. Um, and so that, yeah, that's kind of in a nutshell, what, what went down. Well, that's cool, man. Um, for the listeners of this podcast, I pretty much attribute me becoming a Christian to you, uh, cause we were both friends Aww. who equally hated Christians. We both kind of were like, Christians are stupid. Uh, God's stupid. Jesus isn't real. Like that, that's all lame. Uh, but, uh, you became a Christian first. Uh, and then like a few weeks, months, days later, I became a Christian. You actually gave mm-hmm. me my first Bible. Um, yep. So in a way, you're responsible for the Awkward Pastor podcast. <laughs> so if anybody well, is complaining about what this podcast has become, it is all Casey Earl Ferris's fault. You can send hate mail at uh, cef4777 at gmail.com. Correct. Get plenty of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Please send all of it that way. Um, yeah. Well, I, I can say, man, uh, I've thoroughly enjoyed this time we got to spend together via the interwebs. Um, I do I do miss you, though. Hopefully we can see each other in person sometime soon. I know. Sometime um, I'll have to drive down. But uh, you just had you just had your second kid. I had my second kid about four months ago. Uh, yep. Life is hectic, and it sounds like you're doing a lot of traveling for heart support right now. Um, yeah, 
seems to be. Um, so this summer, you guys are on Warp Tour. How much of Warp Tour are you going to be on? Um, as far as I know, I'm going to be on pretty much the beginning and the end. So the beginning, there's three dates in Texas uh, that I think we're planning on being on at least two or three of those, and then uh, probably the last couple dates as well. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to fly to Texas, I think, in June, and then we're going to be up in Portland and Washington and those type of places, Okay, I think, in August. Well, we will probably, at the very least, if I don't see you before, I'll see you at Portland Warp Tour because I, I plan on going this year as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I'll just come hang out at the Heart Support Tent, which is where all of my listeners will be hanging out because people all listen cool to people. us, right? Some. Um, and Dave and I, probably we should probably just raise $40,000 and open up a tent on Warp Tour as well. Yeah. Probably. Um, we'll do a live podcast from Warp Tour. Even though it'll be terrible sweet, sound yeah. quality. Um, even though, dude, we we haven't even like we actually have a Kickstarter right now to raise two thousand dollars so we can buy a computer to help us with podcast stuff. Uh, and we still are like I think we're a thousand dollars short. I think I think we I have a thousand dollars. Well that's pretty good though. That's awesome. Yeah, except we've been campaigning it for like four months. Yeah. Oh. Come so, on, listeners. So, no you know, I mean, Heart Support raised 40000 in like a day and a half. We, 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 need, we need, you know, another $1,000. So, Casey, can we have $1,000? Right. Y'all people say PayPal? Yep. You don't, though. No, we do. We have a PayPal. You do? Yeah. Do you actually have PayPal? It's the last time I checked, you didn't. No, I'm pretty <laughs> sure we do. Okay. Well, send me your PayPal. Okay. So I'll see what you do. Okay. And then you'll send us $1,000? I don't know about that, but I'll see what I can do. <laughs> well, come on, man. We know you're oh, rich. We know you're I rich. Know. You have a Filthy studio rich. in your garage. Look at that. Crazy. Crazy. <laughs> oh, what, do you what do you mean I'm rich? I spent all the money on the studio. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> I don't see Dan ponying up for that studio. Oh, whatever. All right. <laughs> well, uh, so how can we uh, get involved and how can we uh, get people plugged in at what Heart Support's doing? Uh, biggest thing is just, uh, visit, visit heartsupport.com and check it out. Um, if you know anybody who's struggling with, uh, self-harm or depression or anxiety or any of those things, uh, addiction to basically anything, um, yeah, tell them to go to heartsupport.com because it's pretty much the best place ever, um, for sharing struggles and getting support and Mm -hmm. all of that goodness. So yeah, Brad. That's awesome. And is there ways for people to get more involved in that, like volunteer, or can we just send emails to oh, yeah. Jake there's, and say, "Hey, please give us a job," kind of thing? Yeah, there's there's all sorts of all sorts of ways that people can get involved. Uh, there's uh, there's links all over the website about how to get involved and how to volunteer and that type of thing. So it's super easy to figure out. Okay, awesome. Yep. Awesome. Well, uh, listeners, definitely go check that website out, www.heartsupport.com. Super cool. <laughs> uh, Casey has been a great guest. The entire time on Skype, he has just been trying to break us with distracting things like showing off his thigh. It's every time you start talking. He it's every time I start talking. <laughs> Um, so that's pretty much all the time we have. But Casey, real fast... Um, we usually play a game. We're running out of time awesome. for that. But in in like two minutes, you have to give us your pitch for a gritty Christian movie. Okay? Uh, Christian okay. movies usually suck. Give me an idea for a good one. Go. 
Okay. So um, our story centers around uh, Jason, who is a retired CIA agent. Wow, I can't talk. (laughs) Um, And (laughs) he is trying to rescue a girl who has been kidnapped. Um, But the only way to rescue her is to take her whole family hostage, um, which he doesn't want to do because he loves God, and that's not a cool thing to do. But he has to do it anyway to uh, get her back. And so uh, he struggles with it the whole time, and he ends up not even being that great of a person. Uh, But he learns a lot and grows in the process. And then at the end, there's a huge gunfight. That sounds awesome. (laughs) Okay, second part to the game. Um, Because you're such good friends with Jake from August Burns Red, um, let's say he asks you to name their next album. What would you name the next August Burns Red album? Mm. As Kitty's Burn. What? No. Is that what you said? (laughs) Um, Through the Destructive Highway. Through the destructive highway. All right. Uh, I was going to go with uh, Tarkleton, Spoonersville, and the Archtown (laughs) Rivals. Oh, wow. That's pretty good. That's a long title. It's a great album, I think. So, yeah. uh, That'd be a fun one. If Jake's listening right now, I'd love to come on the podcast and uh, (laughs) uh, have you talk with me about how I come up with better album titles than you do. Yeah. I think that makes oily sense. Death Hammer. The oily Death Hammer? Yeah, that's a good <laughs> yeah. one. That's a good one. I think it's oily anything's usually pretty good. Yeah. Oily. Yeah. Just a reverence. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all the time we have for our podcast today. Uh, Casey, did you learn anything coming on this podcast? What did you nope. learn? <laughs> Zero things. Uh, Dave, did you learn anything? I learned all the things. Dave, what did I learn today? Nothing. I Wow. You learned all the things. Uh, I learned nothing. What did you learn? Nothing. Yep, nothing. I learned that Dave knows nothing of Pogs. Yeah, Dave. I absolutely know nothing. I thought I recognized the name, but after you guys started explaining it, I got super lost. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Nope, I don't get no it. idea. <laughs> yeah. Well, the 90s were great, Dave. One day we'll go on back great. in a time machine. And I'll show you all the glories. Uh, Mm. That's all the time we have for the Awkward Pastor Podcast. Please make sure you like, subscribe, follow, Instagram, uh, Snapchat, tweet. Snapchat? We don't have a Snapchat, but you can try and Snapchat us. Um, We would love to interact with you. If you have suggestions for topics, if you have suggestions for guests, Please, please let us know by shooting us an email at awkwardpastorpodcast at gmail.com. Casey, do you have anything to tell our listeners? Final thoughts from Casey Ferris. Um, yes. Frozen was not that great. And that's all we have. Mic drop. You're welcome, America. America.